2: Welcome to The Menopod, the podcast that tackles puberty's evil older sister, one large Aperol spritz at a time. In this episode, we're off inside the glitzy world of television with soap star and mum of two, Alex Fletcher. You'll know Alex from blockbuster TV soaps like Brookside and Hollyoaks, and a host of other programmes, including Loose Women. We'll be chatting to her about how she's grown up on our TV screens, how things have changed for her now she's in her forties, and her own experience of the menopause. First, though, I'm joined by my co host Dawn Collinson. Let's talk older women on screen. I love them,
0: love them, love all of them. So I like Dame Judy, of course. If I could get Dame Judy to adopt me. I absolutely would. And then if she wouldn't take me, I'd go for Dame Maggie. I'm just basically working my way through people who've got a dame before their name. That's fair enough. Also, Joanna Lumley. Now, I don't really want Joanna Lumley to adopt me, but I do want her to be our friend, like desperately want her to be our friend. But do you stuff.
2: remember when we used to, when we were working in an office together, in those days when we were working in yeah. an office together, and we used to have like a dream coach party, didn't we? Yeah, We used yeah. to get a, a, coach, a coach party, who'd be on the coach with us? And you're right, it was, who's on the bus? It was always Dame Judy uh, for a nice out. It was, it was quite often, was it, Did June Dame June Whitfield? Was it even June Whitfield today? Oh
0: yeah, blessed June before she went. Yes. Yeah. Well, did Kim Cattrall get on there? Kim's on there, Yeah. I'm trying to think who else is on there. There's a lot of good older actresses. And I think the reason is because just they've got more to talk about and they're they're fun and they're, and I just think they'd be great. And also if you drank too much, they'd probably hold your hair. I always thought Dame Judy, she'd be the kind of person who'd look after you if you got a bit poorly in the taxi on the way home, that kind of thing. Oh,
2: absolutely. No, definitely. I'm all for Dame Judy. You need one who's going to smuggle booze on, don't you? Onto the coach. I'm going Kim Cattrall for that possibly
0: also Cameron Diaz we always we always thought Cameron Diaz she'd be a hoot at a party definitely definitely yeah. Cameron or Cam as we like to know her on the bus she could bring the backup booze can't she but it, I think it's a combination of they just there's, there's more about them isn't there and also their face moves which when you're an actress I think it's quite interesting because I think there's so many actresses attempted are aren't they when they hit their like 40s ish and you can see Things starting to get a little bit tweaky and a little bit kind of everything's going upwards, 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 upwards. Up, 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 up. And all of those women that we've talked about all look amazing. And you think they're all kind of really aspirational in terms of the way they've aged as, as women as well on screen. So
2: just do you think, though, there's enough parts for older women? Because this is a constant conversation, isn't it? About how good the parts are for older women, whether there are enough of them. Do you think things have got better in recent years? oh i think they have and also i forgot also on
0: the on the bus dame helen another one with a dame obviously helen mirren wow oh my my
2: word but as long as she doesn't come in that bikini because she'll just outshine us all i'm not having
0: that well do you know what she outshines everybody whatever she's wearing doesn't she she's now she's a great role model for sexy over 70 is isn't she? don't you think yeah
2: no definitely
0: and basically couldn't give much of a damn i think which I and I wonder, like. Do you know
2: what? I wonder whether that's the great um, opportunity for older actresses now where they don't give much of a damn. They don't really give much of a monkeys about, you know, um, having to play uber sexy or whatever. They are comfortable in their own skin and can and and can just do it and they know they can do it and they're brilliant yeah. and that's what makes them brilliant. I do think it's got better. I think maybe maybe 20 years ago it was a bit of a struggle if you were older but I yeah. think now definitely a lot better, definitely.
0: Yeah, I think we value seeing role models on screen more as well. I think women want to see older women on screen. So and presumably we are half the demographic of people going to the cinema. So if we say that's what we want to see, then maybe they're listening to us and going, oh, actually, you know what, we should put more older women on screen because, you know, it's, it does get bums on seats. It's not a turn off to see somebody in their 50s or older on screen as a woman, especially a woman who's like confident and glamorous and attractive and pretty at, at peace
2: with themselves, I think, which yeah. obviously Dame, Dame Helen, she really is. Dame's t- Dame Helen's totally at peace with herself. Totally. I have to say that when we were in Cornwall, maybe last year, when we could go on holiday last year, um, we were playing guest Dame Judy's home because we know she in the area of Cornwall we were in. We know that she has a holiday home. Um, Tiny bit anyway, stalky, that, though. It is a little bit stalky, but it was also great fun. And I kept hoping I'd see her in the local co-op. Buying a bottle of wine, perhaps, but uh, anyway, never did. Um, The other great thing about these older actresses, just the people that you've named, they all are quite open about talking about midlife, about the menopause. I mean, Kim Cattrall's very open about the menopause. She's a real exponent for, you know, being very open, very um, honest about her experiences. And that's good as well, isn't it? yeah, I think so, because
0: it's again, it's that thing of putting the conversation out there, isn't it? And they've got a platform and they use it to do that kind of thing. So whereas we can chat away in the pub and reach five people, they say it and they reach millions of people potentially, which is all good, isn't it? So you're using the profile you've got to to act, actively start up that conversation. And every time you start the conversation, it just makes it a little bit less embarrassing, I think for everyone then because it makes it the norm, doesn't
2: it? I, th- I, th- I think that's really interesting. You, it it's, it needs to be made the mainstream, rather than you write taboo or a bit embarrassing or a bit, you know, behind your hand. You know what, if Kim Cattrall's talking about it, if Dame Maggie's talking about it, if Dame Maggie has ever talked about it, I think... Oh, I don't just, think she has, so no. No, I don't either. It wouldn't, Oh, that wouldn't do, would it? But you know what I mean? It, it kind of brings it into the mainstream. It brings it into the main conversation, and that's got, that's got to be to the good. I'm trying to think of Dame Maggie going, oh, shall we take tea? Oh, did I
0: tell you about me hot flushes?
2: <laughs> I would pay money to see that. I think that is a scene. I'm
0: picturing it now, now. There was the
2: dowager on. i rather than the. Yes, you dowager. are. But you know what? That's a scene waiting to be written right there, right there with Dame Maggie. But listen, somebody who knows all about the world of show business and, you know what, growing older as well on screen is uh, Alex Fletcher. And I know you had a long conversation with Alex um, we've watched her grow up on our tv screens over the past three decades she was precocious youngster jackie dixon when she joined brookside back in 1990 um, and she stayed with the series until 2003 since then she's been a tv regular in both acting and presenting roles including doctors uh, mit murder investigation team and on loose women and she now stars in Hollyoaks as diane o'connor um, all this and she's a qualified fitness instructor and a mum of two and dawn i know you had the pleasure of talking to her at the back end of last year
0: I had a little look through your biography and you're celebrating three anniversaries this year so for as much as 2020 has been a rubbish year for everybody else you have Hollyoaks 25th anniversary 30 years since you came on telly for the first time I think and also you've been with Hollyoaks for 10 years haven't you?
1: I have so it's a, Triple. It's, a, it's been a, a big year for me this year and I and they all take the mickey and way Well, especially Nick Picard, who plays me on-screen husband. He says, yeah, you're nearly 50. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shut up, Oh, my Nick. God. And how is it any need? Well, it's quite a
0: long way. Also, you are you not 44?
1: I'm 44, yeah. yeah. He's just whining. See, I feel
0: like... I was saying this to a friend of mine, and she, and she said, oh, um, she's 55, right? And she said yeah. to me, oh, what point do you think you, you qualify as late 50s? And I went... Oh, no. I said 55, <laughs> like still early 50s. Yes, I I, Yeah, is. exactly. And I was like, you're at the front of the bus. If you're yeah. anything before the, before the sevens, you're at the front. Um, and <laughs> we're not on the back seat yet. You're definitely not on the back seat. We're good. We're all
1: right, yes. aren't we? Yeah. We're you're, good, we're right. you're near it's the just, driver. It's just because I've been on the telly since I was 12. Feel, I think people think I'm, because they go, oh, because you look great." I think it's in their head. Brookie was on so many, many years ago and as part of their like childhood teenage years and, and yeah. onwards that they just think I've been around forever and expect me to be about seventy, I yeah. think. <laughs> but uh um, So you have to go well I did start when I was only like a child. Yeah. I mean I literally was twelve and I and I was on that show for I think I was there for fifteen fifteen, sixteen years. Um, I had four years off screen, did bits and bobs, and then I was lucky enough to get Hollyoaks. And... So and I don't know how I've managed it, but I've made it, managed to to stay in this city and you know, maintain a career. Do Liverpool. you think the fact that people...
0: Because I know people who see you out and about, and I've seen you out and about. And do you think the fact that people have seen you kind of grow up in public sort of thing, it does have that effect where they're not kind of... They don't look at you and think ooh, there's someone off the telly. They look at you and think, "Oh, there's Alex," or yeah. either there's Diane or there's. But they kind of they do genuinely feel as though they know you because they've known
1: you your whole adult life almost, haven't they? Do you know what lovely um, Dawn? that? I think for a lot of people who are rookie fans, I think it's it's really nostalgic. Um, and I think because it was so gritty and you know we told all outrageous stories, but we told them first and. And obviously, when it went, it was really sad. But I think people hold it in such high regards that when I'm in town or I'm, I'm, I'm about, people are always like, "Hi, hey, you love, hi, hey, you girl," <laughs> you know. And then you know, if, if you're on your holes, you know, you, you always get like, you know, it's it's. I always get like a real warm, you know, reception kind of thing. And now, what's nice is because I'm on Hollyoaks and it's a different, you know, demographic dra- graphics of the audience are, you know, it's, it's quite varied, but generally a little bit younger than I have the parents going I remember from Brookie and then you've got the younger ones going there's Diane and I'm, and it always makes me smile to be honest because I think I'm so lucky to to have had that um you know that people do feel like for, they've got
0: that connection
1: with you don't they yeah. I think yeah, it's like they know you, you know, they go, oh, you love, you know, and I think, oh. Because you're basically... See, at the moment, in... they'll be going... Do they, do they come up... Because I know you,
0: some people do get kind of involved in soaps, don't they?
1: Well, to be honest with you, because I've not been anywhere and none of us have been out, I haven't experienced anyone going, hey, hey, girl, get rid of him, he's a bad, and yeah. I haven't had that, you know. <laughs> and I love that little bit of interaction with people because I think, oh, yeah, we're doing a good job, it's getting a reaction kind of thing, Um and I tend to not go on, on Instagram and look at messages because I think sometimes, I don't know, especially in this climate, I don't know. Oh, it's a
0: rabbit hole are, social media, yeah, isn't it? I don't it? think
1: people are sometimes thinking straight and you don't really know what you're dealing with. And I don't really like any of that negative stuff. So I just think, you know what? It's just a, it's just a role, it's just a part. So come on, guys, it is, it's just, a, we're on the telly. We're only making this up, you know. But people really <laughs> yeah. do get, You know, and rightly so. And without people really believing in us, then we wouldn't have our audience. So I'm not knocking that, but at the same time, it's not real. Do you know what I mean? No. And you have to keep a sense of perspective, especially at the moment,
0: because you think there's so much very real stuff going on, isn't there? But actually, yeah, there is. You need that escape, don't you? Yeah. Really. But she's a bad judge of character, though, isn't she? Bless her. Because you know I was looking at it and thinking, don't you think? Don't you think if you, if you knew her in real life, you'd be having a word, wouldn't you? You'd have it in a headlock, wouldn't you? You wouldn't let it out. You'd be like, <laughs> listen, you, get get home to your mother. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, she'll be trying to marry someone on death row next, won't she? You know, you just think you're such a bad
1: judge of character. Do you know what the worst thing is? That it's her partner's father. Yeah. You know, it's just like, have the dad them. down. What are you doing? But the thing is, i you no know, going into yeah. too much story and I'm defending her. She, she thought her husband had left her for another woman and Edward came oh, along and swept her off her feet and helped with the kids and he had a few bob and, you know, showed her a bit of a nice time. So she, it was a, but then obviously when Tony, they realised that was all, you know, he's been locked away kind of thing and held captive, which is sounds crazy even saying it. You know, it's trying to, it's trying to figure that one out you know he's he's I mean, poisoning them and everything he's drugging exactly. them, he eats them.
0: <laughs> do you know as you do it's like crazy do you, you know when um, you get the when you get scripts yeah i don't know uh, naively i imagine that you still get a physical script although i'm sure you don't do you get them emailed to you
1: no we do no. still get a, a hard copy of the script yeah know. because yeah we do um Obviously, we, we, we are people as, as well. But, um, yeah, yeah, we always get the hard copy of a script and we get our sides every morning And um, because there has been a lot of changes, as you can imagine. Um, yeah. Making everything COVID safe and making sure we're acknowledging it, you know, bringing it into the story. Do you
0: still get really excited to, to get a script then and think, do you, like, kind of get it and flick through to your bits and think, oh, my God, I can't believe she's going to do that or I can't believe yes. Do you still get that kind of sense, even 30 years after you got your first script, do you do. get that sense of excitement I of mean, thinking, Ooh, I wonder what's happening to, with her now?
1: Well, to be honest with you, I, I kind of think, oh, hey, what else can they do to her? <clears throat> can't she just have a <laughs> holiday? Do you know what I mean? Is there any chance? Um, yeah. but Jen, not at honestly, the moment, there is no, is not at the moment. She's not good, but as I even said, you know, even a you know, I, I don't even know where to suggest because we can't can't go to Wales even in a caravan, can we, or whatever? Maybe Cornwall <laughs> no. Cornwall seems to be doing quite well. We could go if we let us if, in. It is, is it, it'd be just her <laughs> luck to go to Wales, though, wouldn't it? And then
0: end up trapped there, yeah.
1: But um,
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. I, I just said, can she just have a little bit of happiness? So we know what you've been doing for work in 2020.
1: You you were homeschooling
0: a little bit, were you?
1: To be fair, Yasmin, honestly, her school have been unbelievable. And she's a bright kid. And also chick. she's
0: older now, isn't she? So you don't have to school teenagers.
1: I genuinely, genuinely don't know what I'd have done if Yasmin was struggling. Like, I think it would have sent me under. Because I know a lot of people and a lot of friends have have, have struggled with, with, with that. Because a lot of friends have been working from home. You know, have got three and four kids and trying to share laptops and all that. And that broke my heart a little bit. Well, a lot. Um, I was very, very lucky Yas Yaz didn't have that. She kind of just threw herself into it. And don't get me wrong, we've had the odd day where we've had a few tears. and um But then she's kind of, she's got mocks all this week. Um And bless her, she's she's poor at shifting. And I said, Yaz, you will get what you deserve. So I didn't have to worry about Yaz, thankfully. Whereas Hansen, bless him, he's just, you know, was so blessed to have him. Um, he's an E4, like I just said before. So he was um, a preschool. So I was getting sent a full-on, you know, um, schedule of work for him um, because obviously they're learning all the motor skills and they're learning, you know, they're learning all the, the phonics and, you know, because when they start reception, they're prepped. So I was literally like, and thankfully it was beautiful weather, wasn't it? And I was able to do things in the garden. But honestly, Dawn, he taught me so much because we rely, well, I realised that I just relied that I was busy at work and I'm sending them off to school. And it wasn't until all that work was coming through, I absolutely appreciate what them teachers are doing for our kids because it's unbelievable genuinely unbelievable um and you know I learned that I just had to make it fun with Hanson everything had to be like a game and quite interactive or he'd be telling me no mummy you know you don't do it like that I've had like set out like a little pirate, you know set up like a treasure map in the garden and he wasn't interested this particular day and I was devastated (laughs) and Neil was like oh yeah you like all the effort i've put into that i was like we will play this pirate game and you will find the treasure <laughs> where's number three and all this and he was just looking at me <laughs> and then we had we had really good days where like you know i'd put him on the trampoline and and we'd be counting the jumps something as simple as that yeah Do you know what i mean and um or oh, he's obsessed with dinosaurs so i'd try and make it you know he's got a little collection of dinosaurs and i'd like make him pick the colors of this dinosaur and put them into groups and the teacher would suggest loads of good stuff. And there was loads of stuff I was like, I, I just can't do that. So I took the pressure off the two of us when, when I realised it was becoming no fun because it's not about that when they're that little, you know what I mean? And I can no. be a little bit full on and a bit intense. <laughs> um, Are you a so bit Monica from
0: Friends? A, a little, little bit.
1: bit? I am a little bit. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I am. yeah. But then <laughs> it was brilliant because he taught me. Me more than what probably I taught him because he's, he's bright as a button, you know. Um, so yeah, and I ordered loads of stuff from Amazon, um, you know, little workbooks and practicing yeah. handwriting and, and just tried to like make it as fun as I could, really. Yeah, and lots of dancing, and there's loads of stuff on YouTube, isn't there? We're lucky to have. You did
0: know, you things. do Joe Wicks? Oh, did I did. Do Joe, oh, he kept
1: me going. Joe Wicks, I promise you, oh. kept me going. He really did. Um, he was just brilliant and it's 20 minutes and I tried to get the kids involved and sometimes that worked sometimes it didn't so you know what selfishly I used to just think well that's my 20 minutes and if I can get that in every day happy days yeah and it was he was great yeah. he was brilliant he got an honour didn't he in the honours list I think he for it I think so many people thought he was brilliant he was he, he really was and it's, I don't know he's just he's easy on the eye isn't he you know and oh, he really is yeah I, and he just seems really personable and normal. Um, he was yeah. on Jonathan Ross actually at the yeah. weekend, and I don't think he could quite believe he was there. To be honest with you, you know, like when you see someone, no, he just
0: does. A- he seems he very. He just seems very ordinary, doesn't he? A yeah. very kind of yeah, down to earth with it all. I think. It's just
1: nice but- to see someone achieve something and do well. That's what I thought. You can't, you can't knock that, can you? It's brilliant. Oh, God, no. So, do you
0: notice? Because we we talked about obviously. Um, you're now early 40s, Alex, early. Early 40s, thanks. It's, it's still <laughs> definitely early. So you had Hanson there when you were 40, did you?
1: I did. I had him um, I had him in the June and then I was 40 in the July. And it was the best birthday present I could have asked for, genuinely.
0: Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? What? A 40th birthday present.
1: And also yeah. you'll
0: always remember how, where he fits in terms of, how, oh, how old is he? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's me plus yeah whatever isn't it it's a bit easier on the maths yeah did you get, were you like because I, I mean I had my son when I was 35 and already yeah. they were saying to me they described you they describe you as a geriatric mum at that age don't they so what yeah did, did you think did you get a t- was it a different experience having him at 39 almost 40 did you feel did it would did it feel like a different experience than having your daughter that when obviously you were kind of only in your
1: late 20s. I was in my late 20s when I had you. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. With Hanson, uh, I think it's quite offensive, isn't it, corner's geriatric mums? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, when people have, you know, people have struggles getting pregnant. And, and you know what? It doesn't matter. You, if you can bring a baby into this world, then that's that. It can only be a positive thing. And, you know, I, honestly, hands on heart, Dawn, Hanson's pregnant, my my pregnancy with Hanson was, what was, was so healthy. And... Um, you know, I had quite a few issues having Yaz. You know, she was she was only a small baby, and thought I was losing water, and and it was a it was a constant worry um, with Yaz. I mean, she was born, and everything was absolutely fine. She had to be born by C section because because of the low water and because she was breached, But with Hanson, I don't know. It was just it, it's just the whole experience was just easier, and I think because I was a bit more you know mature. Um, you just sort got of, I was just a bit more relaxed about the whole thing. Um, don't get me wrong. That's it. I just
0: wonder if having that life experience that you've got by the time you're late thirties, forty, just kind of makes it a different experience. You know, get, having having a baby the second a second baby later on is almost kind of. would well, you know, what? I feel a bit more ready.
1: Yeah, I definitely definitely was ready because I think when I had Yaz. Um, I'd done Brookie for all them years. I, I, I got I, we got married. It was lovely, and it was like, right, we want a baby, and, and it happened. Really, you know, no problems. We we we, got, we had Yaz. and then I literally had her. and then I got offered a two year deal at the Bill down in London, and I thought I can't go back into that rat race. How am I gonna? She was teething. I wasn't like you know you know typically You're not getting any sleep. You're, I was, we, I was exhausted and I thought, I can't do this. How am I going to do this? And I turned it down and it was, you know what, it was, it was awful at the time. I had to leave my agent and everything. Um, However, looking back, it was the right decision because I had that time with her. So I experienced that and it was amazing. And I was lucky enough that once I'd put Yaz in school, I was like, right, I need to get a bit of me back now, and I did. And I got um, got my confidence back. Trained as a fitness instructor. I worked in property for a little bit, and then I got my job at Hollyoaks, and I held, and I've not let go of it. You know what I mean? Because I was out, I was off screen for so long, and I lost all that confidence. That I thought, right, this is my time now, and I'm, and I've got to do it for the kids and for me family and for myself. Um, but so then when I had Hanson, I was. I was frightened that I was going to lose my confidence again because when you're a, you're a, a, a new woman, you don't know what them feelings and your hormones are going to do to you. And because of what I've been through the first time, I thought like that is not happening. I am going to have Hanson, and I am going to, I am going to get me back straight away, and I'm and I'm and I'm going to get back to work. So I said that to my, my boss at the time. I just said, listen he said he was brilliant he said, Alec you have as much time or as little time as you want and I said well listen give me six months um because I'm scared that if I, if I don't come back and I leave it too long and I'm at home and I'm, I'm blah 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 I'd be like I was the first time and I don't want that to happen so I probably went back to work a little bit too early if I'm honest but I was back into it and I didn't have time to think about it and and Hunter went to nursery, and with loads of help with grandparents. And I'm at, I'm in Liverpool. I've got, I thought I've got no excuse here. I couldn't have it any <laughs> better. So get on with it, Fletch. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I did, and it was brilliant. And now I look back, and I just think, well, you know what? I've had two completely different experiences, and one's not wrong, and one's not right. They're both just what they were at the time, and it's part of life, isn't it? You know, if we just kind oh, of definitely. made the same decision as everybody else or I've better do that because she did that or he did that or then that's not you, is it? You just do what you do for yourself and you, you know, try and learn from mistakes really, I suppose.
0: Oh, definitely. Well, you learn from your experience, don't you? Whether it's work experience or life experience or whatever. But I think it's interesting you said, I got that jo- I got the job in Hollyoaks and I held on to it. And I think... Do you look at other friends that you must have in the industry who are women in their forties who, who don't find it quite as easy to get jobs as they did when they were in their twenties and thirties? And does it affect your confidence because you won't have had the you won't have had the experience of having to go out into the workplace in your forties because you've been in a job
1: all that time? Yeah. I mean, I genuinely at the moment, like I'm feeling like, you know. There's so many women absolutely smashing it. Um, you know, there's. I think the acting industry as a whole, never mind how old you are, is so precarious. And it's so, you know, you can be the most talented person on this planet and not have worked for a couple of years, you know. I, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, isn't it? So I don't think that's an age thing. I do, at the moment, I feel like, um, like I did a podcast with Jenny Powell the other weekend. Um she's absolutely smashing it. You know, she looked amazing. It's you know, times have changed, I think, because a lot of it is we are doing more podcasts and there's different opportunities out there, isn't there really now for maybe I don't know, like you know, your saran Jones, look at saran she's she's doing amazing. So yeah, I'm hoping it makes me really sad to think that your age would kind of hold you back. I think it's turning a little bit, you know. Did you watch life? Did you see yes. Life? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Like, it did you see Victoria Hamilton? It? Alison Steadman? You know, Just, There is so
0: much good stuff. And you're right. And a lot of it is for women. The, the, um, there's been the one with, oh, my God, um, The Undoing, you know, with Nicole Kidman. Women of that age, isn't it, you think are actually. And it's the same with yourself. Your scripts. Yeah. In, in, in the setting of Hollyoaks. You're not yeah. just there as sort of background, you're you're right in the centre of everything and, and the storylines that you've had
1: as yeah. probably
0: an older end of the characters have yeah. been amazing, haven't they?
1: Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I I think at the minute, I think it's been championed really. <laughs> and it's yeah. been lovely to see, you know. And I know it's a situation at the minute with COVID and everything, but you know, production teams are starting to turn Things around, you know, you know, I am here and that. Oh, this is getting made, and it's like, oh, that's amazing, and um, like brassic and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really fingers crossed that you know, forty is it doesn't matter. You know, we we can bring so much more to a role. Definitely, I
0: think people have started to understand that women don't want to be invisible when they turn forty, and that you've got to reflect that on screen because women. Sort of, they want that visibility, and they are quite. You know, I think women in their forties, fifties are becoming more kind of outspoken, aren't they? And a little bit more. It was kind of oh, you disappeared once you got to that age a a generation ago, I think. Whereas
1: now, I think loose women have been good for that, though. I think loose women, you know, they've they talk about it a lot, don't they? You know, when you get chance to see it, and and it's brilliant. It's like Denise Denise Welsh has just joined Hollyoaks. Um I haven't had much much chance to catch up with her, but again, you know, she's she's like she's she's been fantastic. I mean, do you think because we've we've asked other guests as well,
0: you know, the fact that the fact that women we talk more now, don't we? And we we like we talk about the things that we do once we get older and the things that we all experience and that thing of you're you're in a very visible job. And you know, we all get up in the morning and think, Oh, look at my face, look at me face. Oh, completely it look yeah. like it looked when I was twenty. You're on screen. You I would say you still you do do still look amazing, but
2: Thank you're you. on
0: screen and, and therefore are are you more inclined to be a little bit self-critical because as you get older, obviously you're there in in like huge 50 you know like massive plasma telly on the wall yeah Uh, everyone sees every every bit of aging on you don't they even though there's not that much yet but do you think it does it make you more conscious of the way you look as you get older when you do your sort of a job do you think
1: do you know what if if i'm honest with you and i mean i'm not i'm not vain i'm not a vain person i'm really really not i think for me I, I need to exercise me not I? done. For me, I have to feel good on the inside. If I've been for a run and I've exercised, then as long as I've washed my hair, I've got a bit of a thing about my hair, and my hair looks nice and I've got my lippy on, I'm good to go. <laughs> Do you know what? I think some people get better with age. Like, I look at pictures of me when I was in my prime, supposedly, and I've got a massive perm, and I think, well, you didn't actually look that great, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I actually think that I look alright at the mini. And, and you know, things you you do. Did you throw like, away your best years with a perm? Yeah, and, I, and Michelle Michelle Suit tracksuits. Suits. Um so, oh, yeah. I just you know what? I genuinely just think it's how you feel. Yeah. And listen, you know, I'm going through the change of life. That's been really, really quite quite a difficult one for me because I think I've I've, I've kinda not really Addressed it properly. If I'm honest with you, I've just gone. Oh, you feel a bit. I went a bit bloaty last year. I got a bit like you know, a bit chunky around the middle. But I thought, oh, oh well, it's not the end of the world And um, but I was so busy with work that I didn't have time to really focus on that. You know, myself because I've got the kids, and you kind of think, well, it's more important for me to go for a walk with, with with the kids and get get out for the park than we just go oh half an hour run for me. Whereas now because. I'm kind of I realise how important that is for me. The exercise and getting out for a run. A lockdown definitely, you know, doing the 20 minute, minutes of the Joe Wicks made me realise that again, and, the, and I got the bug back. Like, you know, you getting out and doing that is makes you feel amazing. And I did. I've, lot, I've probably lost a little bit of weight, and I've lost that, that bloatiness which when you go into the change, that's how you feel because you're holding a lot of water and and all the rest of it you know that's that's really helped me do you think psychologically it's kind of easier to accept
0: this sort of change because we talk about it and and we norm we've normalized it a lot more now i think in our mums and our grandma's generation they were like oh going through the change and it was something like no one talked about it was like it it was a sort of big bad thing that was like somewhere looming in the distance and you never really spoke about it. I don't think they spoke about it to their friends. I don't think they spoke about it to, you know, other people. Whereas we talk about it all the time. And I think it's just become an- another thing that you expect is going to happen or is-, is happening. And then you just get on with it, don't you? Because it's, you know, it kind of demystifies the whole thing. And it makes it not quite such a scary, looming prospect.
1: Yeah, it's just a funny one. Because, like, you know, your body's going through, like, a massive change. um. And I don't know. It, it, I mean, somebody mentioned HRT to me yesterday in work, and, and I remember thinking, "Oh, was that a conversation that I need to have with with, with my doctor HRT?" And and race, are right. I think because women like like your grandma or my, I've not really discussed it with my mum to be honest with you. And me and my mum are dead close because I don't know. I think you just you just get on with it. I think I'm of that it's just it's just in my nature to just kind of get on with it, so maybe I need to speak to me, doctor and I don't know, have a little talk about this h r t because apparently you feel marvelous on it, but
0: well, so everyone says, don't they?
1: yeah, and I've not gone down that road to be honest, but because you do I associate that, and this is awful with being old, and it's not yeah, you know what I mean, it really is it's funny,
0: isn't it, how certain things I think you go, ooh, and it yeah. brings you up short a little bit,
1: and think you think, yeah. "Oh, God, is that me now?" Yeah, but actually, to be honest with you, I feel I think I'm through the hard bit. You know, I feel like I've got through that myself. Are you freewheeling now? <laughs> my husband <laughs> might, mightn't agree. You'd be like, "No, she, you're a crank." <laughs> I was going to say because apart from I didn't get any, I didn't get any hot
0: flushes. Didn't get any of that. Got a little bit foul-tempered, but if you asked me, husband, he'd say, "Well, honestly, I didn't notice."
1: short views. I've got a short totally. views. <laughs> totally. but I do work on that I just put my trainees on and go for a run and then I, and then I feel better
0: <laughs> do you so can you feel it coming on and you think right so I'll just take myself out of yeah, it I
1: just think right just breathe it's fine um, but no to be fair that, <laughs> that, that was like probably 18 months ago was was I was in the mid like the thick of it but now I do feel a bit more like me again um, which is good yeah
0: you don't want to be thick in the thick of it this year, do you?
1: Oh no! I'll ask you one
0: last question because I think you—you know—we've—we've just—we've dis- we've discussed everything here. But <laughs> 2020 has obviously been the weirdest of years for everybody, hasn't it? Has 2020
1: taught you anything about yourself? Oh my god, absolutely loads! It's made me really, which I imagine for a lot, a lot of people, it's made me appreciate my my family, especially my mum and dad. It's made me appreciate the small things in life. appreciate, like, the outdoors. Just, I appreciate the parks. Like, we have got so many lovely parks in Liverpool. I know I've lived in the park. <laughs> Honestly, I've lived, me, me included, it's made me appreciate that. It's taught me a lot about my kids. It's taught me a lot about patience. Are you more or less patient than you thought you were? I, I wasn't very patient at all, I realised that. And I realised I just got to slow down a bit. I've just got to slow down a bit, and you know, I've become a much better cook. I've, okay. I've become, yeah, I've kind of. I make my own Yorkshire puddings now, you know. I'm like, I'm well proud of Impressive. myself. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> um, Do you present them with like a big show? <laughs> Look at my Yorkshire. Oh, listen, I video them and everything, and my mum's like, "Oh my god, ah, what, what have we come to? Lockdown's driven you to videoing your Yorkshire puddings. I have. I mean, and um, and and just just taking things a bit easier, just being a bit kinder on on myself, you know, And because I think if you're okay, everybody else is okay. The kids have literally kept me sane. We're so lucky to, to be kind and of go, oh, they're homeschooling and, you know, feeling like you're a little bit harassed at times, but actually realising that, you know, some people have got nothing and haven't got that and are lonely, you know. So, so it's happy harassment, isn't it? My memory of lockdown are genuinely, you know, they're happy the, 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 they were sunny they were sunny days
2: The Menopod is a laudable production from the Liverpool Echo you can listen to The Menopod wherever you download your podcasts including Apple and Spotify see you next time